broken the silence, I guess we call this from Ross Atkins. Would we, is it silence? Like, when's the last time he's talked? Has he talked um, since the whole Shohei deal? I don't know. No, I think this is the first time he's talked since the Shohei. Show. Right. So, so Ross Atkins had his press conference today. Um, it, it was a lot. That's kind of the was, only. Was there more than the that. video I just sent in the group? Because that's all I've seen. I think um, the video in the group was talking about the, the third, third base. base. The third base. Third base. Um, he did. What's the quotes? Yeah, pull them up again. Uh, the first thing on a side note, they uh, apparently the Buffalo hitting coach now with the Blue Jays. Now, fucking good job. On that, they did say they asked Shy Davidi. Fuck that guy, but. Yeah, he asked, the first time Shai Davidi tweeted in 20 days. Yeah, he asked uh, Ross, he goes, who, who would you still like to add or where would you still like to add? And he, Ross Atkins goes, well, I don't think it's it has anything to do with the players, like not the team that we need to add to. It was more us supporting them. So and like, I, I, listen, I, I guess. I don't love that, Mm-mm. but I think that's saying like, George, that's a kick in the ass to like George and Kirk and Vladdy mm. and um Varsho and guys like that who had the down year. Like if this team plays to their potential, they easily could win this division. Mm-hmm. This team plays well to their potential. They could have won the <clears throat> fucking World Series last year. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember who tweeted it, but it was kind of a good point. They were saying it, it doesn't matter who you sign at this point, if you sign Reese or you signed Bellinger or you ended up getting Otani, it really doesn't matter if George, Vlad, Kirk, and I forget who the other one was, but Varsho, thank you. If if they do what they did last year, it's not going to matter because your team's not going to be better if they don't take a step forward, regardless of who you sign at this point. And I kind of agree. Like we're at we're at a point where like it's great. You can go and supplement what we have and you can bring in all the coaching staff to try and help this current team but if they're not going to take the step forward then you're not going to go anywhere you're talking about got your top of the lineup guys that aren't getting it done yeah i think shohei doesn't really fit in that conversation i think he makes no difference but like even a bellinger like he helps so does reese i think i think those are the two biggest Mm -hmm. solaire to an extent the shohei one's obviously more what is vladdy exaggeration his career really like Mm -hmm. What was he in his MVP season? Like a 130, 140 OPS plus type guy, or was it higher than like, like I think it was like 160, 170. Okay. So he's like an he's averaging he, or sorry, he had one of the year 130, but like it, maybe he's just a 120 OPS player. Which is fine. But and that's that's there. a great piece to have. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but 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 get there support around that. But he was, it, I think he was 118 last year. Was he? So like he wasn't. It just if it was if he didn't have 2021, 20, I don't think we'd be this upset about last year. Like it yeah. really was a decent season across the board. I want to say he hit about 270, uh, just under 25 bombs, and I think he drove in right around 90. Like, yeah, Vlad last year was uh 264, 345, 444, and 26 home runs, 94 RBI. That's yeah, nice. so I want. Uh, I need a higher average and better OPS from him, but I need dude more than twenty five homers. I'll take his twenty twenty two. His twenty twenty two was yeah not twenty twenty. It was two seventy four, three thirty nine, four eighty. It's thirty two mm. home runs, ninety seven RBI. I will take that. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Like 
But like, you can't be a guy that wins home run derbies and hit twenty four home runs. Like you can't have the swing that just mashes mammoth home runs in a derby, and you have that power. Mm-hmm. But as soon as a actual pitcher gets on the mound, you just bury everything into the dirt. Like, there's got to be some way to figure that out. Maybe you take a little more strikeouts, but find a way to hit homers. Like it's it's not that hard. At least him. if you're gonna take that approach and not be going for the homers, do something like Belly did and actually make an approach yeah. change. And... Don't just bury the ball on the ground. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, the the bringing up I don't what is his name, Connor, the Bison's coach, uh, Matt Hag. Matt Hag. It's an interesting I, move because obviously he was, he was a big leader for a little better. He was in our system. I do it, recognize the name. I think the name did seem familiar, like, but. I'm on it. I'm it's it's an interesting. I, I like it because obviously a lot of the kids that came up from Buffalo came up swinging. Like when you think of like what Horowitz, David Schneider Ernie. did and Horowitz did and Ernie did, like they were all swinging the bat really well when they came up. I, I wouldn't hate to see it. And even like had 15 at bats in 2015. Nice for us for for the Jays. Yep, he has 91 career played or sorry, that was played appearances. He has 91 career played appearances. That's, that's 91 between, more than us between Pittsburgh and Toronto in hmm. three seasons with a career negative 0.4 war, but not, nice. not great, but good hitting coach. And that's all you need to be. It could be interesting. Like, Obviously like Schneid's had a great year. So did, mm-hmm. um, who the fuck was the other infielder? Ernie. Yeah. Ernie Clement. We didn't get um, to see enough of Mason McCoy. <laughs> even if you look at the guys like in the minors, like, um, Nathan Lucas was fantastic when he was down yeah. there. Yeah. That's the only thing. Didn't um Arelvis hit considerably better in AAA than AA? He started off pretty slow in AAA, but I think he like when he found it, just mm-hmm. off to the races for him. Like it doesn't hurt to get a different voice in the in the dugout. I think given what happened last year, it wouldn't hurt to get someone with a different mindset. See what happens. Whether or not that's the issue, who knows? But. Wasn't hurt. I know we said, like, we made fun of it when we had an offensive coordinator and a fucking Defense whoever the hell, DeMarlo Hales. Is he the offensive? No, what the I hell? I think is he's he? an associate general he's the manager bench or something. No, he's the he's asso- no. associate to the regional manager. That's what Yeah, pretty much yeah. is what he is. Yeah. But the one thing I will say is it doesn't hurt to have a bunch of different voices as long as you don't have four guys trying to work with one guy. Mm-hmm. I think you, you have it three, up. Or four, three or four guys that or like hitting guys or whatever. And you find a way to make it work mm-hmm. with the guys you've got. Like certain guys are going to gravitate to other guys. That's why you don't just have one hitting coach anymore. No team does. No, no. Every team's got multiple guys because different guys work with different guys better. Mm-hmm. If you're bringing up Hag and he had success with like, we're assuming Schneider's on the opening day roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, think I don't know if any of the other Buffalo bunch are maybe Horowitz, but well, I think had success is- with him. Yeah, I think this is kind of something you can take away from this too, though. Is like, it, it seems, especially with Ross's comments today, that they're potentially thinking about moving some of these guys up. And I think having Hag there to give them a little more comfortability, you come from AAA and you still have your hitting coach with you and you don't have to make the call every time you feel like something's going wrong. And he's in your dugout. I think it might help the younger guys when you have a uh, David Schneider coming up or you have a Relvis maybe make a having a chance at Addison Barger. Thank you. There's like, um, there's the a couple names that could come up. Paul Gianni. Dave Damiano. <laughs> Damiano coming up. Like, Oh yeah. See, these comments today have just shown me 
come July, Damiano Palmajani is a thing. On the Jays. That's what I mean. I think like, it's I think it's entirely possible that they're going to bring <clears throat> a couple of these guys up, and you have that. You don't have to worry about them having the hitting coach in AAA now because they can do it at the major league level, and they they'll be a little bit more comfortable. I think that might signal that. Obviously, lots of lots can happen over the next two, three months. What month are we in? January, three, I mean, four months. Pitchers and catchers report like next month. Yeah, that's games start next month. There's still so many guys on the board. Yeah, and do you want to know the yeah, common this denominator? happens every year though? Do you want to know the common denominator with all of the top guys? Mm-hmm. Scott Boris. Mm-hmm. The four top free agents you would isn't you'd Scott think. Boris just the common denominator with like pretty much everyone. Like, it, it the top two hitters you could say are Bellinger and Matt Chapman, both Boris guys, mm-hmm. and the two top Good pitchers say. left, Snell and Montgomery. Both both Boris guys. Guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I think in the majors, it's either you suck or you're a Boris guy. I don't think there's it's not really surprising. Hey, when... or you're CAA. Yeah. So like... it's I don't know, pretty much everybody's a Boris guy. So it's whatever. Uh, Ross, we kind of touched on it there a little bit. He also said that they're looking more towards internal options for the fix. I don't know if it was just that third. He said he, just they, the question. This is base. what has really pissed me off. So it, I'm, I'm going to talk here I, for I have a minute. The, I have the direct <clears throat> quote, Nate, and then I'll let you run. Okay, you go. Uh, Bra- uh, this is according to Katie Madison. Uh, asked Ross Atkins if the Blue Jays have their third baseman on the roster. Quote, we feel really good about the team that we have between Espinal Biggio and Kiner Falafa. We have opportunities to deploy different lineups and different players playing third base, potentially. Nate, go ahead. Okay, so... We're not running out fucking Isaac kind of falafel and fucking Paulo Espinal and Kevin Gigolo to play third base every day. That is your not not your third base platoon. Like it, the fact that he didn't even mention one of the young guys is what blows my mind here. Mm-hmm. If this is seriously the plan is to run those three guys out here, I fucking hate my life. And I think a Bigger part of this, too, is the fact that he mentioned all three of them at third base because that was the question. Mm-hmm. We don't have a second baseman. No. David Schneider. Based, based on that, David Schneider is starting. Is second baseman. Second baseman. baseman. Yeah. I also don't love that. I don't love it either. I don't hate like, that. There's, if if I, he can I beat. Like, I love a Kevin Biggio, David Schneider platoon. And it's not necessarily just a right left. It's oh, a you gonna whoever love, you, you're riding case, hand. Are you going to love Espinal and kind of fall off a platoon at third base? No, because fucking Falafla is Espinal's a fucking... better hitter in that fucking platoon. That's the sad Espinal thing. Espinal is not on this roster opening day. And like, I, he can't say that. And I really hope that he's Honestly, not. Honestly, you know what? It's a good point there. Because it could very well be lip service on like we really like this Espinal guy. Real and, like, shit. This is he might be our starting third baseman. You can't come out and say, "Hey, we're trading him." No, you, guys, like, guys, you can't just say that. Thing, so Ross Atkins is the master of word soup. Oh, absolutely. But like, you need to make Santiago Espinal look as good as you possibly can. And if him being the lead guy in this third base platoon adds a little bit of value to him for any team, and literally any one of them. Then you do it, and you hype him up if like he's the next match Chapman, and, and you're you go running from a three-man platoon with those. Fucking then it's a little more frightening. Third yeah. base. I don't know if I'm watching a game this year. <laughs> I think I'm a Kevin Biggio guy. So was Connor. 
Oh yeah, dude. I I he should not be starting every day. I love base. him. I don't he think he can. He, he's not a hundred and fifty <laughs> games at third base guy. I think he could be a forty games at first third base guy. Like he could be yeah, he your backup it. option. He did it. Before. He did it last year. Right. I think he, he could didn't be play your forty though. Option. Forty. Okay. He looked better last year than he did in twenty one, which he oh, probably God. played forty games at third base or twenty. Was it, sorry, it was twenty. Right? He's made strides since then. I think. I think he's gotten himself to a point where he could be a serviceable yeah, not... backup third baseman. He's well, not like the guy guys. you go to. Espinal didn't look great there either. No, he didn't. He doesn't look great anywhere that's not second base. Like I, I don't know why this... we keep kidding ourselves about him. The only way this kind of Falafa deal actually makes sense is what we talked about last week. Is if he is a bench, like super utility guy, because then you've got him and Cav that can play wherever and spell guys. And I think that's Cavs' best role. Like I said, I think maybe he plays 80 games at second. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a little less in Davis. Maybe Davis plays 100 at second. Cav plays 60. And then he's getting he, he's getting to 100 games between third, right field, left field, subbing first. in at third, first, and the outfield, right? Like he's, Who he's games at shortstop there. because they're desperate? I guess not. I, I hope not. Anymore, but... But Santi, Santi doesn't make sense in this roster, and I hope this is just lip service. But, like, the fact – those were the two things that stood out to me. He did not mention one of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also don't love that he didn't say, hey, we're looking at, like, free agent or trade options. Like, he said we like our internal options. The one I'm starting to get slightly that, like... frightened. But he also, he also did not include David Schneider at third. And he specifically said those three guys at third. So that makes me think they're looking at Davis as your starting second baseman next year. That is probably a good inference from what was said there. Uh, Do you have the quote about them looking at one guy still? Connor, excuse me. Yes, I do. Let me just pull it up real quick. I couldn't figure out which one it was. Sorry, I just fucking threw them in there and called it. (laughs) I'm clicking all of them and I'm open. I think the gist of the quote was like, we're not. We're probably not going to add three guys. It's yeah. closer to just adding one, and it's preferably outfield DH. Yeah, that doesn't which mean it's one. I think that's the one thing people are only really going to add one guy. It's like ah, it's closer to one. Two guys make sense. Like if you add two more guys to this roster, that probably makes sense. If it ends up being one, it ends up being one. Maybe it's also one position player, one right pitcher. Right? Well, like, the I, quote straight up said position players. So, okay. Sorry. I yeah, like no, I said, I only okay. saw the little part. But so I think I think they're leaning towards getting two guys and they want to try and find two pieces that'll fit. But if it ends up being one, I think for some reason Ross is comfortable with that. And they're gonna rock with what they got and hope that Barger or Alvis and Davis and Damiano Palmagiani can all figure it out. Okay. Just hypothetical here. Three guys I don't think make sense. It's not, especially after you brought in Kiermaier and uh, Falafel. I can't even fucking pronounce his name. Kiner Falafel. Because I want to say Falafel or Falafel or Isaiah Kiner Falafel and Kevin Kiermaier. Just wait for the the, uh, Roger Center menu item of Isaiah Kiner Falafel. The Falafels? Isaiah Kiner Falafels. They got a new food thing this year, too. They got rid of Aramark. They're they're going to a different... uh, Food company, so might as well. It's a perfect fit. Anyway, I struggle more with Isaiah than I do the other two names because it's spelled. It's not spelled like it should. I don't want to actually say it properly because he pisses me off. But we were so nice to him last episode. (laughs) Uh, 
Well, I I told you I wanted to. I told you I was looking at the positive side. If he's if he's a bench player, then I'm so fine with it. Away from that, we were so nice to them last episode. It was like, well, he's got a chance. He'd be a great bench guy. He's fucking starting at and third base. Just ruined him. Pretty much. That's so tough. It's brutal. That's something I was gonna say, and I fucking know you. So okay, yes, three guys doesn't make sense. I think no. two guys, maybe one. So, hypothetical option here. Mm-hmm. You can have one guy or two guys. Mm-hmm. One guy is Cody Bellinger. Right. Two guys are, say... Buddy, I'm sold on the Reese Hoskins and Cody Bellinger idea still. Know, I'm, but I'm, I'm moving that. Vlad to third. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying that's not an option. That. That I'm saying really that's well. not an option. <laughs> I've moved I, Vlad I to it. third mentally. I, I don't know I love what it, to but tell I'm you. Saying, if it's like a J.D. Martinez, Justin Turner, Ahmed Rosario, I don't know who else isn't kind of in that level. If it's two of those guys or one Cody Bellinger, which Joey Votto would would Joey Votto Joey be Votto, in that level? Kinda. He's maybe a tier below that. That sucks. Which are you taking? So I don't think Hoskins Hoskins doesn't fit in the lower tier. Maybe he is. I'm saying Bellinger, like Hoss, maybe Hoskins on a one-year deal, I guess, kind of falls into that. So, like, Bellinger, Chapman is your, like, one player. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Bellinger, not Chapman. And then your two is kind of like the Hoskins, J.D., Turner, Rosario, maybe Votto. I think uh, Reese Hoskins think, is significantly think, better than the rest of that tier. I know. So, that's why I didn't want to put him in that tier, but... I would. It, there's almost deal, three tiers to this group. Like I think Cody Bellinger is above and away the best player of the group, and I think you put putting, Chapman and Reese no, together. So I'm not. I'm putting Chapman in the Bellinger tier because I think he's going to get closer to Bellinger money. I guess the money. And I think Solaire is probably I in that tier as well, right? Yeah. So then that's why I was. I don't know. Basically, I'm saying, would you rather have the one marquee guy or the two above average two guys? Not as good. You're getting a guy from tier one and tier four or two guys from tier two and three is essentially what you're. Yeah, um, that's kind of what I'm saying. Which would you rather have with this Jays lineup construction? Uh, you can also factor think... in if you think Palmajani or Arelvis or Barger can come up, Horowitz, Schneider, like the impact those guys can make obviously uh, is going to impact. I think this, you need but... to try and go get Cody Bollinger still. I think you need one more guy that's like a guy guy. Like realistically, I mean Track Reese record, would be what could be one of those guys, but I I don't fear Ahmed Rosario or Justin Turner or pretty much anyone else in that group. Like I think JD last year. Yeah, but he's four hundred years old. I understand. It's, that's that concern. Be a risk, but it's possible. He, he seems it is to possible. Have found something last year. Yeah, but when you go to the Dodgers, you find something despite being there. I, I don't Gallo know didn't. if we can recreate that. Ah, he did it first. Two he was much better with the Dodgers than he two was with the, the Yankees. Brand, he hit like 140 with the Yankees. He hit like 160 with the Dodgers. That's much better. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think it doesn't really make sense, but I think <clears throat> Cody Bellinger needs to be a part of it still. I don't disagree, but I think two players from the other tier could have a bigger impact on your team. Mm-hmm. If you sign Bellinger, you're really hoping Schneider 
is a dude almost. Yeah. yeah. And you're kind of hoping one of those kids comes up and he's also a dude. Mm-hmm. This way, you've got uh, two options that, other than Rosario, he probably profiles as a top of the order bat or a bottom of the order bat. He brings a different skill set than a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. The rest of the guys, you could slot in four, five, six, probably, and not feel too bad about it, depending on the guy. Like, Turner slots into your four spot. Hoskins slots into your four spot. The way our lineup is now, Justin Turner might slot into your four spot. Oh, that makes me cringe. If that's yeah, your four next year, man. That's the four hitter? No, I don't oh, either, but, like... It's entirely possible is my is my fear. But I'm like what's what's your lineup if you sign Belly? My lineup or what the fucking Jays I was gonna say it's do. very different because it, the Jays are putting George Springer at lead off and I'm not. Yes. Yeah. You guys are think, putting KK there? No. I I I think if what the Jays will do is the top four will be George uh, Be- Bellinger, Bo, Vlad. Mm-hmm. I or would Vlad do or Vlad Bo, depending on the day. I do Bo Bellinger, like Vlad. I was gonna say like a JD Martinez, but we don't fucking have that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Davis, Davis, maybe like I Davis. think Springer can slot into that four yeah. spot. I, yeah. I would rather see Springer as a four hitter this year. Like just sell out a little bit more. Try and hit yeah. 30 and but you stop don't need to be the, you don't need to be the singles. one to get on. See if you're not, I don't care if you had singles. For me, if you're not going um Springer one, I think Kiermaier makes a Kiermaier's ton of sense. Throw him there. Um you go Kiermaier, I either I either belly? no, I don't think you go lefty lefty. So I think mm. you go Kiermaier, Bow Belly. Bo. Bo Belly. I think I might go Vlad. Because Belly Belly Vlad, could work nope, anywhere. Listen. I'm, I'm yes, I, I agree. I know you're agreeing, but don't fucking um, yell at me if I'm agreeing with you. You cunt. I think don't agree with me. I think Vlad struck part of Vlad's struggles last year was he didn't have anyone hitting behind him for most of the year. Mm-hmm. And I think if you give him belly behind him, that helps him. You know yeah. what's crazy? His best month, he was hitting in front of Matt Chapman, who was the best fucking hitter in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because if we we saw it as soon as Vladdy came up. Do you remember that when he came up, he was getting he was getting pitched harder than Mike Trout. Like he saw less pitches over the middle of the plate. Like guys were yeah. just like he's he's They're been scared. pitched hard his entire career because yeah. because that's the dude he is. So if you give him a guy behind him, I think that makes him a better player. Whether or not it's the best thing for the team mm-hmm. is whatever I guess. But that's. And then you slot like Springer in five. I, I like that. I'm trying to pull up the two of them. because. But my point, I guess my point is, if you bring in, say, JD and Turner, both old, maybe not the best comparison, but let's say those two. Oh, man. What the Jays are going to do, they're going to go um, Springer, Bo, Vlad, mm-hmm. probably JD. You could... Maybe put Varsho there if he's found some pop. Probably not. Maybe you go Jano there, and then you go Turner. You know what they go Varsho very well do, and they've done before. I don't think they should, but they. I think they they'll very well Varsho might. In the cleanup. No, they'll put uh, Alejandro Kirk in the cleanup spot. 
I fucking forgot about because they did that forever. Be, I'd rather have Jano. Me too. Clean up. Like, Me too. I, I'm not saying it's a good idea, but I we kind of put that in the back of our heads. But it's something that they've been open to doing, and they could very well do it again. What I, I was gonna say, playing uh, the two of them in the lineup at the same time for that. No, what I was gonna say on your point is I don't know if Bellinger's enough protection for Vlad until I looked at their stats from literally just last year. Uh, in six, twenty-six less games. Belly had the same amount of homers, more RBIs, a better average on base, slugging OPS and OPS plus, and he was only six hits behind. Yeah. So the protection is uh, he's a better hitter than Vlad. I hate to I say it, need, but I think you need protection. I yeah. I don't hate to say that. Like if you're bringing in Belly, I think that's a given. Mm-hmm. But I think if you use Belly properly to protect him or say you use Springer or Bo or whoever. Say, why can't Bo be the protection for Vlad? He can. Because Bo can get pitched around and it's fine. In, in my theoretical lineup, I was saying Kiermaier's hitting leadoffs. So you're not doubling up your lefties at the top of the lineup. This is fair. If you're only going to have three of them. I don't know if you guys remember or not, but there was a lot of stats that came out on Belly. Does he chase more or less than he, he used to? Um... I think he, he I think chases. I think it was about like the same. I think it was about the same, but his like contact rate was way up. But like, he chases yeah. a lot, right? Like I think it. Like he was like top three of most pitches fouled off, like last year. Yeah, I I think if someone's gonna got to be the protection for Vlad, I think they have to be able to lay off a lot of stuff. <clears throat> because if you think about like, say you're throwing belly behind Vlad, belly's not gonna get anything to hit. But if you're trying to chase everything and you're rolling over and grounding into thing, as many double plays as Vlad did, he didn't do that last year. No, then I, because I, who who was I can't protection? see Bo he being the guy. He didn't have protection last year, and it's tough to see Springer because yeah. the way the two of them hit, and that's why it's tough to go Bo Vlad Springer. It, I don't like it's I don't like Springer. sorry Springer. I don't like Springer Bo back to back as much anymore because they're, they're both free swing in so then if mm-hmm. whoever you bring in three has to work a count yeah because there's a when chance you're getting through the first inning up, in six pitches it's a problem there's a chance that your three hole hitter comes up and there's been two pitches thrown yeah yeah you, you, what do you do in that scenario you, you could get a cookie down the middle and you kind of have to lay off of it in an ideal world what are the two moves you make Perfect world, you can spend as much money as you want. What are the two moves you make? Just offense, no pitching. Yeah, just position players. What we said, I'm bringing in Belly and Hoskins. I I am as well, mm. but that's 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 what we're doing. Right? No, no, do. I know that's what the Jays would do. It's not is happening. But Bellinger and I think like Solaire. I don't even know I if it'd think, be Solaire. I think no, that makes even less sense. I think no, that makes as much. That makes Where do you sense. play Solaire? DH. Where do you play George? So you're still moving Vlad to third base in that scenario? I guess you put Belly at first. Fuck! Never mind. Scratch that. Are we only doing signings? Yeah. Okay, because I was going to be... Because, I mean, we're not... I was going to be like, go get in tune enough to know who's available. Like, go get it. Like... I think it's tough, man. I I don't disagree with what you're saying, Connor, but Soler is a primary DH. 
You can't play Solaire. It's wrong that I fully forgot that we had Kevin Kiermaier. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, fine. Like, yeah. DH and then we're fine. Yeah. No. Like, I don't know why, but I personally like that so much less than Hoskins if you're also signing Bellinger, just because I just trust Hoskins at first a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's it. I don't trust Solaire anywhere. Like he is a. I guess I mean, if you're signing, if you're signing, Belly's going to first. Belly's going to first at that point. Mm-hmm. Like I like with Hoskins though. You can play him at first. Move, um, Belly to the outfield. Mm-hmm. Vladdy to DH or first base. Whatever you can kind of do that. Like mm-hmm. Solari, you want in the lineup every day, and he scares the shit out of me in the outfield. Mm-hmm. And especially with the team we've got, like you can. You need days him. off. You can hide him in the outfield we have. But I don't think that's what they want to do. No, no, they they've shown that they're trying to keep the outfield defense as strong as they possibly can. They wouldn't have re-signed Kevin Kiermaier if they weren't. <sighs> yeah. I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think he brought quite a bit of quite a bit of offense. Yeah, but there's and, just other options. Like if you were just selling yeah, on defense, like, I'm not saying selling on defense, but I'm not saying it's like your only priority as no. it was last year. No, like. I think we talked about like Duvall and um oh I went to the Royals, Renfro. Like okay. guys like that bit of pop can play yeah. some D. Like Yeah. But I think that's that's where I'm kinda in the camp of they leaned more towards keeping their outfield defense what it was because you can find someone that can produce more offensively than Kevin Kiermeyer, but they're gonna they're not gonna be Kevin Kiermeyer in the outfield. And I think that's why they did it. And I think they, like, obviously, Kevin Kiermaier is not a liability offensively by any means. Like, he's still really good with the bat right now. But he also has that added defense that nobody else is giving you. And I think that's, they, they kept it in that realm. I don't hate, like, a jock or somebody. I can't think of who else is a free agent. It, I don't think it's jock. I think jock's probably going somewhere to start. Mm-hmm. But I want a guy like that off the bench this year, mm-hmm. if not two. Because you've got Kiermaier, he's not going to play every day. Varsho might not either. Springer might not. You know, you can throw. I, I want an outfielder with pop. You can throw him in the outfield. Doesn't have to be a good defender. Get him through six innings. If it's a close game, bring in Kiermaier, Varsho, whoever off the bench, and let them finish the game. Yeah. Um. A side note, you Brent, you asked about Cody Bellinger like fouling and mm-hmm. swinging and shit. Um. So just, just as a reference, I don't have the exact numbers, but he had 39 hits on pitches outside the strike zone. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was top 10 in baseball. Only one hit less than Boba Fett. But the same and, guy. And his average on, on pitches outside the strike zone was 302. Except or, the fact that he hit fucking 30 homers. 30 some odd 26. But... It's funny yeah. you should mention that, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bellinger had one of the lowest average swing speeds in baseball. Yeah, he's, that's that's he's wild. Two hundred and twenty fourth in baseball. That's he wild. averaged wow. He averaged sixty six point six miles an hour. And wow. and what? his his average sixty six point six miles an hour swing. His, his bat yeah, speed. Yeah, his average swing speed. And with two strikes, bro. I went, did this years ago with you know those fucking things they stuck on the bottom of the bat. Yeah, like, I had ninety. Mm-hmm. And like that's not he was swinging like, for contact, man. Quick, Dude, that, yeah. he's just getting the bat to the ball. That and is so strange. Did you say that was the lowest? Had no, one of fourteen. It was two hundred and twenty fourth in baseball. And for reference, his average swing speed with two strikes was sixty four point seven. So, 
Like, he changed his whole offensive uh, mindset, and I yes. But it's, that's, that's what helps him get you back into the zone quick mm-hmm. is what it seems like and stay through it long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is this is also how he became really good in tw- between 2021 and 2022. He hit 137 with two strikes. Last year he hit 279. <clears throat> yeah, that's insane, man. Like his numbers are a little concerning, but they're kind of cool all at the same time. I'm like, over if it. you can continue to do I, that. I'm over it. No, cool. We're not we're not talking about concerning. Nothing. He made it every work. Every fucking very successful year. I don't every care. free agent is concerning. Like, you're right. I, I, yeah. Like, right. say right. we fuck around, bring Matt Chavin back. What's the, who's to you say? You know what? You can sign him to a seven-year deal, and it could blow up in your face. And I, uh, there's probably a twenty percent chance that happens. Yeah. You could let again, Matt Chapman walk, and you can go be an MVP finalist somewhere but, else. But again, say we do sign Cody Bellinger for like seven years, and he and he stinks up the joint. Mm-hmm. Is, is he going to be the reason that the Jays don't do anything in the season? He fucking shouldn't no, be. I don't. I would hope like, not. He, even if he plays the worst season he's ever had, he's not the reason we suck. If we end up, sucking. no, I, that's kind of what I'm saying. I'm just, yeah. I'm just over trying to point out the flaws in these guys. Yeah, games. you're right. Bring in good baseball players and make your lineup better. Uh, yeah, what, just... what percentage chance are we giving the Blue Jays of bringing back Matt Chapman right now? I fucking hope it's zero. I think it's like. I 15. don't think it is. It's like fifteen. I think it might be a little higher than that. I'm concerned we're in like the 33% chance right now. Well, because who else fucking wants him? That's my, kind of my thought process. Like us and the Giants. We are a very safe that. home for Matt Chapman. Cup. The only thing the Giants have the is Yankees. he's a California kid. I could see the Yankees. And Bob Melvin's the manager of the Giants. Mm-hmm. I think it's between us and the Giants, if I'm being dead honest. I don't see anyone else going for hey, can you? You could see the Yankees, though, couldn't you? Nah, they have too many, like... It's just because he doesn't have a beard. They have he just many... seems like a Yankee. No, I. He, he seems like a Yankee more than that, but I can just see them, like, DJ gets hurt. Mm-hmm. They have but DJ's not going to get hurt in the offseason. No, but you have depth through your mm-hmm. team. They also like, have prospects that if... they could easily have play through base. I understand that, but those prospects fucking blow. Yeah, but they don't know that. I was going to say they're in more of a rebuild mode than we're giving them credit for, but they're not because they just brought in Juan Soto and he's only there a year. So it doesn't really make sense to just bring up the prospects. to Like, they want to win this year. If anything, they go to Matt Chapman, they go, hey, give us a one-year deal, build your value back up, go play third base at at Yankee Stadium. I could see it. You're not wrong. I don't know. Uh, we're bringing it back a wee bit. Kevin Kiermaier spoke today. Much, much more promising than the words that came out of Ross Atkins' mouth. Well, yeah, because I, I much rather hear him speak unlike, than Ross Atkins. I don't want to hear Ross, Ross Atkins, Atkins speak ever again. Kevin Kiermaier doesn't give words stoop. No, Kevin like, Kiermaier is just a guy, dude. This like something that was re- really sad that he said. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I went to free agency, and the market for me wasn't nope. that great. Like nobody, nobody wanted, buddy wanted <laughs> like, Kevin Kiermaier. That's basically what he said. That is so tough, man. Yeah, but to be fair, all the rumors at the end of the year mm-hmm. when we were talking, like Yankees want him, he doesn't really want to play on turf. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. All this. There was another team in there, I think. I Yankees forget. were the I big think, one. That's all I remember. I don't think any of us were happy about that. Mm-mm. If at the end of if like. 
end of September, somebody said, you can have Kevin Kiermaier next year for 10 and a half million. Are you taking that in a heartbeat? I'm taking Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah. Like, the deal is great. At the end of last year, though, I said my goodbyes to Kevin Kiermaier. I did not think he was coming back. No, and it's it's kind of maybe too bad for him because he could have got more money, but apparently like, not. <laughs> I listened to him on uh, Deep Left Field with Wilner, and he said like he felt he had unfinished business here. He wanted to come back. He wanted to win. Mm-hmm. He that's the way he felt in October is what he said. So I mean, yeah, he's the only one that showed up. He's the only he drove in the only run of the playoffs for the Jays. He did. He looked great. Like he's a good looking guy. Uh, the one, the other quote that came out of here that Connor has down, I love it because this is the most like just dude energy. He just goes, I want to have the best offensive year I've had in my whole career. Good. Do it. I want to win another gold glove. I want to be the best player I can be. I want to unlock my potential. That's so crazy out of a, what is he? 30, 34, 34 year old man. Like buddy, if you haven't unlocked your potential by now. Imagine George Springer saying this. George Springer is the same age. Imagine George did he Springer not arguably this. have his best season of he his career last arguably year? Arguably did. He did. Let me look. It, I think as far as like power numbers go. What is he not. going for here? Like the Jose Bautista year? Like is he just going to pop off Kevin, and hit like 54 homers? Is that what no. Kevin, Kevin Kiermaier pops off for like 20? Like if Kevin Kiermaier can hit 15. I'll be shocked. Kevin, funny you should say that. Year? Funny you should say that. Kevin Kiermaier's career high is 15. If he hits 15 homers this year, I'd say like I'll buy a Kevin Kiermaier jersey in every color. His best, his if best... he hits 15 homers this year, you have to go beardless from the end of the playoffs until opening day next year. Jesus, so much. Shame. Um, in Kevin Kiermaier, in his best uh, offensive, Jesus Christ, what are we doing here? Brant, you're already losing a bet that you have to wear an IKF thing, but like that was—that's not even fair. That was no, that's my fair. Fault. Do you want Kevin? Do you guys want Kevin Kiermaier's like best season as far as like OPS or best season mm-hmm. as far as like him actually playing fully? When did he look as a, the best? As, What's his peak? Like okay, so in 2017 he played 100 games. Mm-hmm. He had a seven. He batted uh, 276 with a 338 and a 450 for a 788 OPS and 15 home runs and 39 RBI. Not like, bad. And then okay. his best full season was in 2015 when he was nine years younger than he is now. Uh, was 263, 298, 420 nice. with 10 home runs and 40 RBI. But he had 25 doubles and 12 triples. This so, man, he's going to hit 20 now because I made the bet. Yep. And he's you're going to love it. He's going to hit 298, 356. I don't want to calculate slug. That's too hard. Uh, with like 20 homers, 65 RBIs. You're going to love it, dude. See, you I know what the best it. part of this bet is? Mm-hmm. You didn't put anything the other way. You're just like, if nope. he does it, then this. There's nothing <laughs> if he doesn't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's just a one-way deal. I just... Man, if he hits 10, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah, just honestly, just do what you did next If he year. plays 120 games, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> like... Yeah, I, that was that could be. I'm one not expecting takes. like I'm not expecting a ton out of Kevin Kiermaier. Frank, is your hot? Is one of your hot takes next year? Kevin Kiermaier is going to lead the team in home runs. No, <laughs> because I don't want to shave. That's like a daily occurrence at that point. I don't want to do that. Um, I don't know. Hmm. I, 
I hope he does well again, but like his expectations are like floor right now. I think that's the one good thing about having him is like nobody really expects him to go out and do what he did last year. I don't think if you do, you're losing it. A glove, yes, but the bat. No, yeah, but that's that's a given with him. I think that's honestly my expectation. Just be great with the glove. No, I think what he did last year is my expectation. Maybe a little less pop. I expect him to be around a 260, 270 hitter. And if he's one of the better nine hole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like if he gets hurt, he can't control. Mm-hmm. He can't control that. Like he plays the game hard. I'm probably expecting him to miss twenty plus games. Yeah. Like, I I think his expect. And... I think if if you're looking at Kevin Kiermaier, you're expecting Gold Glove level defense, mm-hmm. and then a decent bat. He doesn't need to be a great bat. Yeah, he doesn't so what need he to be a top year. three guy in OPS or whatever we had. He just needs to be a decent bat. I expect I expect him to be an above league average bat. Now, if he goes out and he plays platinum defense, but he's just like a slightly below average bat, I think I'm still like I'm not upset at Kevin Kiermaier. No, no, he did his job in the slightest. Should be fun. Uh, we got anything else on the Blue Jays? What? Oh yeah, we're the. Are we? This is news since the podcast that we're the quote unquote all, leading all of the air quotes. We're the, the front runners for Riario Rodriguez. Is the word I'm looking for. Like I weren't we? We were the front runners last week when we fucking did the podcast. I think it was like right Wait, after. No, no we was, were like in. It was the, Sunday then. Yeah, we were like in the mix, and Great. now it's like we're apparently front runners. Cool. I'm not saying shit until it happens. Yeah, like, we've I don't been need down this road before in a much worse circumstance, oh, and I do not want. Him to be on plane. a plane to Toronto, but still be in... Where does he live right now? That's Cuba, Japan. I don't fucking know. Anymore. I don't think he's in Cuba or Japan. I For, definitely not. He's probably in Florida or something. Like. Mm. Let's start a rumor. He actually has a house here. This is where he lives in the office. He lives in Toronto. He, he was, the guy, really he was actually snow. the guy that had he's the... Uh, kind of snow. Jesus. Yeah. He's a winter. He was actually the guy that had the uh, reservation at the sushi restaurant for 50. Mm. So. You're right. I've he seen was, him up at Blue he Mountain. He was recruiting every Chile. everyday skiing. Yeah, the guy gets he's around. Big, he loves he loves the winter season. He's a big Beaver Tails guy. I've heard that too, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Dylan. Is that it for the Jays? Oh uh, yeah. I have something sort of Jays related, but more okay. a question for you guys. Okay. okay. Which do you think is more important? Scouting or player development? Player development, easily. They go hand in hand. Nope. I don't think they do at all. I don't they think don't. you can develop guys that don't aren't good to begin with. Like I think I think if you have Yes, but I'm saying like you're not missing on a guy guy. You're not like thinking, oh, Jackson Holiday's like a 10th round pick when he mm. goes number one. Like, I'm not saying you're missing guys like that. I'm saying, would you mm. rather have top notch player development or top notch mm. scouting? Like, you find three or four guys out of the woodwork that have done great or whatever. Mm. But, like, I think you're right. They do go hand in hand. Like, you scout guys because you think your player development can do it. Right. But, like, you find that kid in high school that's just like got that it factor that you're like this kid could be something in the majors 
and you take him with your sixth round pick and he ends up being some stud. My point to this is I think our player development is really fucking lacking. I would argue our scouting is probably I guess no? like like when's a lot like it seems like they keep taking those high school kids. Right. Like we took we took Martin and then flipped him, so that one didn't really count. Who was the year after Martin that? was a college guy anyway? Uh the um, year after Martin, wasn't that um, the guy era? we traded? Gunner. Oh, Hunt Holland. Yeah, it was Gunner yeah. Holland. Well, he was didn't he blow his arm? Yeah. He was coming off of TJ, and right. that's when they drafted him. No, that was the year before because we had Chapman. No, Holland was 2021. Okay. So Did we only have Chapman 22 and 23. Yeah. Okay. 2021 was the Captain Biggio and Mark Marcus Simeon was second base. And then 22 was Barriera. 23 Barry, was Namala. Arjun Namala, right? Yeah. Both those are high school, correct? Uh-huh. Yes. Holum was college. Um, Martin was college. Manoa was college in 2019. Uh, Groshans was high school in 2018. Mm. Uh, Nate Pearson was college. Ricky Tiedemann. But just looking, looking back at those guys, look at fucking the Orioles. Mm-hmm. They've hit on every guy they've picked. And I think a lot of that has to do with player development. Maybe, maybe is it they're, though? They're intertwined. But it's if you bring a guy in, putting him in the right positions to succeed. And I look at Nate. We brought him up. We fucked Nate up. Sent him down. Then he was a reliever. Then he's a starter. Then he's a reliever. Then he's a starter. And like Nate Pearson should have been a reliever from day one. No, no, no. So you know what the worst thing we ever did was? Ask him in 2021 to start because we were fucking desperate. Mm -hmm. That game Mm -hmm. in Houston. It was stupid. It was stupid. Like, it was stupid. Um, I think like my. I, I'm going back a ways here, but like my favorite Blue Jay all time is Travis Snyder. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I was going to get and you Romero, but fuck no. me, that's a fucking pull. Yeah, but he was a top 10 prospect in baseball, I'm pretty sure. Like was supposed to be a stud, came out of high school. Did not find it. Brought him up to AAA, brought him up to the majors because he had a good couple weeks. He didn't succeed in the majors. Fell apart, sent him down. Sent him down. Has a good couple weeks, call him back up. And it's just it was just never the ending up ultimate 4A player. But I think a lot of that was us and our player development at the time. Um, who the fuck was the other one? Kyle Drabeck is mm-hmm. the other name that came to mind for me here. Yeah, he was the, he, he was the big piece in the doc deal. Drabeck was a came bitch, over, had though, a, wasn't he? Had a decent year. I don't really know much about him, but and then just, I thought there was some was person nobody. issues more than there was development issues, but I, I could be wrong. Maybe I don't know, but it, it just like Pearson's another one. I don't think Manoa really counts, but like, no, but like, I don't know. On the flip side of that, like, I'm not impressed with how we've developed players. No. Who, who have we developed? We have developed. They're slam dunks, but Vlad, Bo. Three sons of major leaguers. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really need to like. Three sons. It's not a very hard development route. I would, I would give them Manoa. Yep. Would Would you give them Lourdes? No. I don't think so. He was, he was like 26 like when he got here. 23. Maybe How 24. old is Branch? Shut up. Felt like he he's, was not, he's not 26 when he got here. In, I'd his, say he was between 22 and 24. He's actually 26. His birth certificate says 22 and 24. But regardless. Um, That's another one, though. Like, his dad was, like, the best player in Cuba. Fair. Like, his um, brother came over and was a stud. Like, Gabby Moreno? 
Yeah, but Alejandro Kirk. Alejandro Kirk. Yep. Yep. And that was a um, huge scouting find too. You're right. Um, I would like, say Gabby, I, early Gabby, on, I would, I would say, say Davis Schneider. So far, we could say Davis, but like mm-hmm. that's. Yeah. I think that's more player development than scouting. That's um, been good. I think. Just, I want to. I want to development... touch on Gabby though, quick before yeah. you, Connor. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I think Gabby came up in our system and was like fine, mm-hmm. but he he went to Arizona and seemed like he unlocked another gear. I think he just got a damn look. He, just he never had games. a look here. <laughs> He played twenty he, games. He was a, he was elite not, in the minors. Did he like, not play better there than he did in the minors for us, though? Yeah. Um, mm. No, in the minors he was disgusting here. Okay, then he sure. wasn't good in the majors when he came up, but they just I don't know. You might I'm be just, onto something there. But, no, he didn't. Like, no, no, he was good when he came up in the majors. But he just didn't have pop. Like uh, Jordan Romano he still doesn't really. Is Jordan, is Jordan Romano really <sighs> development because we Jordan Romano was a. Like, was a in rule a very, five guy at one point. Yeah, that we got rid of and then said, like, oh, he was fuck, a guy that nobody wanted that we signed, ended up being a rule five guy that nobody wanted, and they developed him into him. what he is now. We drafted him. And that's and then, also not true. He went to he, Texas. He went to Texas. And they and sent they, him back because they didn't want him. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't work anything out. It was a starter. Yeah. He, was he a starter. led. He led. And they turned him the, into, I, think he was I on would say, a team with Vlad and Bo, wasn't he? Or the year before? He was on that double A team with Flat and Bow. I think so. Or like the year before. He led the team in wins. Mm. Um Ricky Romero, you could argue they developed into something. Yeah, and that's then, going back. Yeah, and then health years, fell apart. Dude. I know my exam my examples were going back years, but like those were just two top notch guys that came to mind that just fell I off. Think, like Ricky's health, you couldn't yeah. do anything about. I, I think, I think every of, couple of years they bring up someone. Sorry, Connor. No, I think in terms of player development, less so scouting, Tay Oscar. Yeah, because he came yep. from Houston, but that's play. That's like I've just, I've like, been talking player development this whole time. I don't think yeah, we so scouted like, and Oscar is player development. You, okay, you said everyone. You, we bring up a, a, a couple guys every couple of years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say Jordan, Cavan, Bo, Vlad is all kind of the same group. If you want to put Schneider on. this year, mm-hmm. on three there's there's nothing really between that Vlad group. And now that came up an impact, I guess Kirk. Uh, Tim Mesa. Kirk would be that uh, one guy, I guess. Tim Mesa is the longest tenured player on this fucking yeah, team. Yeah, Tim right. been here. I guess that's like... before the Vlad group, but like, like I think there's just someone in each little group that you kind of. But who look was at before it. that? Danny or Danny's kind of in the. Danny was like 18, so that was like I don't, think, I don't know if Vlad. Danny was that player until recently, though. Right, but they yeah. developed him into that guy. Yes. But I I'm think... saying he developed the same level, the same time frame Actually, as he like was that Bo guy. And Cav and yeah, he when he is... came up, he he solely focused on his defense, which was amazing because mm-hmm. he's become one of the best defensive catchers in baseball. But he wasn't a hitter, and that's what he was lacking. Mm-hmm. Now he's I, a hitter. Yeah, but I don't think he's there was not anyone... a helper. I think I can find from like Ricky to guys. Ricky to Vlad. What is there like Tay Oscar? Vlordis, if you want to count him, you maybe not want to count sure. him. Like, um, Ricky sure. DeVlad. Um, What's Stroman? Stroman. Yep. Sanchez. Osuna. Sanchez to fell a apart. lesser extent. Yeah. I'll if give you those three. I, I stand by the fact that if Sanchez wasn't a Boris guy, he would have ended up being really good. I think, I think Boris fucked him. I think more what I'm looking at, I guess, looking is at the names the we're mentioning. In between everybody. Is we've done well with pitching. Other than Pearson, we have mm-hmm. not done. We well don't really bats. bring up a lot of position players. 
because like i i try like in between like you asked about in between now and like gladden them i think i can name five people that they tried and i think two of them have worked yeah now and vlad because i said ricky to vlad okay saying, but, like, which time that, frame are you talking i mean like when once vlad came up to like david schneider okay mm. I, alec manoa alejandro kirk yep. those are your two that have worked yep right they have tried julian merriweather they didn't work they have tried. He also, Jay- was twenty nine when we traded for him. They have so. tried Jonathan Davis. <laughs> like, I, I, that was a thing. When was like, Anthony the, Alford? That was a they, rough. Anthony go-to. Alford was kind of like in the same time frame yeah. as Vlad and them. Like same as Dwight Smith Jr. Yeah, Rowdy um, Telez even Rowdy. like Dwight Smith Jr. That's another one first round pick that just never was anything. Yeah, I don't like, think we're that bad. I, I, like, position I think... player side, I guess, is the frustrating part. Like, yeah. We've had the three guys that were blue chip prospects, basically, mm. and their dads no were major shit. leaguers. Like, I, I would argue that's where we. I think our scouting side of things isn't as good. Like, when's how many times have we had a guy that you can actually get excited about? That's a position player coming up. Like, when's the last prospect that you've been like, this is our guy? Like, and he's been a position player. It's always been a pitcher. Other than the three that we like, the, other than Vlad, well, and Vlad was Danny dropped in your up, lap. Danny came up and he was nothing. Essentially, yeah. as a yeah. prospect, um, Kurt came up and he no one had ever heard of him. No one ever heard of him. Barger some, showed up to spring training and then went to the majors. Some little kid from Mexico AAA, that they found. Right? Like Barger came to AAA and was mashing. That's the only reason we heard of him. Same mm-hmm. with Schneider. Same with uh, Palmajani. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I mean. They've developed all of these guys, but their scouting department really hasn't done a good job of finding anything. Or it's the other way around, and they haven't developed Maybe. the guys. They, de- they can't develop. They, they do go hand in hand, so it's kind of a moot conversation. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. For me, it's I. I just wish we had better player development. Like, it sucks because we've been near the bottom of the the prospect systems for a little while now, and it is tough, and it doesn't give you a lot of hope for the future. Is that's the one thing? It's like you're looking at the window is getting smaller because what's coming in the future? Like, if and, you lose Bo and Vlad, there's nobody coming up behind them. Like you're not the Houston Astros who lost Carlos Correa and brought in Jeremy Pena, or I might be wrong. Well, Chas McCormick for Chas McCormick or Springer, basically. Kyle Tucker, I guess it was or Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez. Like they did a lot for us. For us, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm mm-hmm. probably wrong on the second one, but our num- our like top two prospects essentially are Tiedemann and Barriera. Are they mm-hmm. not? I think so. And um, then Arjun. I think Arjun's three or four. Which is the one but thing that has like, a chance to screw everything away. I just said. He's ways away. Yeah, Arjun Namala, we're not going to see him till like 27. Like, I guess well fact, into my 30s by the time he plays. I guess the fact when we're talking about most of these Jesus guys man. is that like you're bringing up Schneider, who's 24, 25. Barger, when he comes up, is going to be 24, 25. Yeah. Horowitz, uh, 24, 25. Like, mm-hmm. sure, that's great. And you're getting the peak years at lesser than market value, but you're not bringing up like, like Vlad came up and wasn't, he was supposed to be Juan Soto essentially. He wasn't Juan Soto. No. He came up and has like 21 was better than Juan Soto. Mm -hmm. You could argue 22 was kind of Juan Soto level, but like it's taken him a bit to get there and it's taken most of his entry level contract Mm -hmm. at this point. He got there and left. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. That's a good point. It's an I, interesting I, one. I, I pulled up the, the top prospects according to MLB.com. Right. Eight of the top 10 in the J system are under 22. 
Okay. So that's good. That's Great. that's good, but right. but that's good. Where are they bringing the, those the guys? Yeah, that's the thing. In the hundred, not even that. Where are they in their development phase? Like, what levels of the minors are they? Okay, at? let's see. We have uh, this Ricky Triple A, Arelvis Triple A should Aurelvis be getting MLB. Arjun Namala, rookie ball. Uh, Brandon Barriera, A ball. Yeah. Uh, I can't. Addison Barger's twenty four. He doesn't count. Leo Jimenez, Triple A should be cracking a roster at some point. Mm. Uh, no. Uh, Landon Marutis. Uh, in rookie ball, he's 19. So, okay. uh, Jerron Watts Brown, and he's 21, and he's in rookie ball. So, mm. I I hope a couple of those guys come up and make me my words, but I don't know. Hasn't looked great so far. Yeah, it's, and the it's other... different when you have a stud come up at 24 than it is at like 19 or 20. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, you get a lot more out of them. Yeah, just sure. just as like a reference, Barger's 24, Roden is 24, and and the other one is Roden's 24. Zulu what is 25? Yeah, I knew that. Like, he's on the older side. Realistically, Don't Paul Majani is younger than Addison Barger. Realistically, Paul twenty-three. <laughs> well, but that's also like so he's going to be probably twenty-four by the time he comes up. Like, like yeah. All right, let's know. move on. Yeah, the dumb. Some of these ETAs are just sad. Like all of their ET, all of like the twenty twenty-three and twenty twenty-four ETAs are all guys like twenty-three, twenty-two, twenty-four, twenty-five. Like, um. Do we want to do an easy head-to-head? We'll define easy. It's quick. Because we're like an hour in. Because, yeah, that's what I mean. This one's a quicker one. I think we can get through it pretty easy. It's you two, right? Yeah. Because I beat you in contracts. Saddest contract. Yeah. The one that I... One that broke both of us mentally. We took a hiatus for three weeks. Yeah. That was long. I listened listened to it back. And I was like, holy boy, this is some dead air. I apologize to our listeners. That was on me. Jesus. Okay. Um, all they get, all they get. BJ up in his final answer. <laughs> all right. Well, then we are back. Then we'll revive it for a day. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um. Well, like as long as it doesn't take forty-five minutes. You guys want to do ten names or fifteen? What are we doing? And then right. I will tell you. Give me like, the answer first. You no, because I want to know what we're doing. All right. I'm gonna do the top either ten or fifteen Blue Jays. Ranked by B War. This is actually what I was just just thinking. Let's do fifteen. I think I'll get fifteen. I'm gonna lose, so that's all right. Okay, uh, wait. Their time as with the Blue Jays or just like career? Uh, I believe it's on Baseball Reference. I'm pretty sure they rank it by time with the Blue Jays, right? Okay, okay. Uh, well, like. I don't want to give you. I'm, I was going to say look somebody up one, for me, but look it's, up, it's look definitely up, time as a Blue Jay. I think look up Robbie Alomar and see what he comes in on that list. And I also don't want you to look things up because then I you have an idea. No, I'm saying you look up okay. Robbie Alomar. That's a good point. Because I don't think he's probably top fifteen Blue Jays, but he's probably career wise up there. Okay, yeah, it's definitely just as a Blue Jay. Okay. Can we get the list one to fifteen on here somewhere? Yeah, uh, let's. Uh, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Here we're near the bottom. Sorry. I lovely air, lovely air. On a small random side note, mm-hmm. uh, I've been watching. How do you fucking get numbers to like? <laughs> <Never mind>. Enter. 
You got to pull on. You got to hit space and then enter. And it numbers it. But it doesn't matter at this point. You're so far deep. Uh, Sorry. Continue, Connor. No, I was just saying, like, I've, I've been like, fuck the NHL. I'm all about this women's hockey. That's my side note. Shout out the PWHL. I've watched all three of these fucking games. I'm amazing. sure it's great. I just can't even. I don't even have the time to watch the NHL anymore. Like I just hey, haven't. I'm just I've saying. watched like two hockey games this year. I think yeah. one was Team Canada, and I went to an Olympic attack. Oh, I'm, weekend, I, I mean, so. I'm saying this right now because the only reason I can is because they're free to watch on YouTube. Mm. So, um, shout out Team to Canada's lost the other day with. Oh boy, painful. Eleven Dude, seconds left. It went off. Bouncer, like he tried like... to cross it, and it went off our own guy's stick and into the same side as the goalie was like, it "Oh, went like, it went like stick skate." Post, so stupid. Post goalie skate. In. So brutal. Okay, Brant, you yes. gotta um actually do the numbers here. What do you, you mean? You gotta like put them in, like put us. the guys in. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, currently. That's how that works. Okay. Hey, so we're are we still are we still going King's Court? Or are we randomizing? Uh, oh, King's Court, no, isn't that the... Yeah, Nate, you can go ahead. Okay, I'm going Doc. Doc is number two. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to... Fuck. I... It's only going to throw me off purely based on position, but is Carlos Delgado on there? Carlos be on there. Delgado is number five. Okay, I was about to say, Jesus. That's sad. That man was so disrespected. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, go... I know. Hold on, sorry. Before you carry on, I know his Hall of Fame thing is like a big deal, and like everyone's like, "Oh, he shouldn't have been left off." Only one of the people above him are in the Hall of Fame. This is Doc. It's Doc. Okay. Yeah, I think War is tough as a first baseman. They discount you so much feeling wise, but. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go, Dave Steeb. Dave Steve's number one. I was, I was unsure between the two of them. Again, so this is as a Blue Jay. I E B. I E B. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, as a Blue Jay. Fuck, because I was gonna say a pitcher, but he definitely didn't play here long. Um, it's gonna show how like shit I am at like old Blue Jays. Um. Tony Fernandez. I believe. If he's not, like, what the fuck are we doing? Not good with spaces. (laughs) He is not. Unless I missed him. Oh, wait. I lied. I lied. He's 100% on there. He's full. I was about to say, he's like the all time games leader. Like, what do you mean? I skipped the first three. I missed the first row. Sorry. Yeah. Tony Fernandez, number four. Okay. Like, my bad. The fact that he's above Delgado is nuts, though. <laughs> hey, he played played more games. Joey Bats. Joey Bats is number three. Fuck, damn. Mm-hmm. Connor, I was shocked one, a little bit. Like a two, yeah, and a three. Okay, good. Do you want to do you want an extra point? You want a cookie? Like I want three cookies. You actually. know what? You guys have gotten one, two, three, four, five. So that's kind of cool. Not in the right order, but yeah, okay, good. Is there a strike rule or are we just going until whoever wins? No, we'll go till 15. You should be able to get all I don't think it's going to take so long. No, it shouldn't. Um, Ooh, George Bell. One might be tough. Uh, George Bell, I believe, is in the 15. Ooh, no. George Bell is 16th. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. It's a tough balance. 
Mr. Vernon Wells. Vernon Wells is eight. I'm just gonna get like 17, 18, 19, 20. My next four guesses, and she'll be like, all right, we're losing. Um <laughs> Connor, take it away. Fuck, he didn't pitch her long enough to get that. God damn it. Excuse Honestly, me. there's some of these I'm a little surprised of. But that's kind of what I should know the names. Okay. Can I ask a question? Sure. Uh, if Connor agrees, I think you should give us the answer. Can you tell us what number 15 is? Like war wise. As far as like the number war. The number. Yeah. Sure. Uh, 22.3. Okay. Jesus. Okay. Um, uh, George Bell, just for fun, was 21.2. So it was super close. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Um, Joe Carter. Fuck it. Like, might as well just try Joe Carter. Probably not, but like. Joe Carter was not in the top 15. He's like 16. Watch. He's not even on the top. I know 24. he didn't play here like super long. I don't like but... unless I completely miss him. No. He was only here a couple years, wasn't he? I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I just um... I don't look anything up either. <laughs> I'm not confident in any of these, but I'm gonna go with Crime Dog. I think he played long enough. He's a first baseman, so it was like no. No? No, twenty first. Okay. That's actually really I wish good. I had this in a list form instead of looking at people's faces. Okay. Connor? Um, Jimmy Key. Jimmy Key, number six. Okay. We now are back on track here with the orders. I can eliminate the entire top row. Um. Should I go with player one or player two, Connor? Player two. Devon White. Devo is 14th. Ah! Okay, that's fair. Um, don't worry, Connor. Player one's on there, too. Yeah, he is, probably, but I don't fucking know who you're thinking of. Um, this is going to probably date how young I am. Juan Ooh. Guzman. <laughs> 17th. God! <laughs> I knew someone was going to say it. I thought it's a tough it. one. <laughs> I told you, I was got 16, 17, 18, 19. Like, if you can get 18, that's pretty good. Pat Borders. Pat Borders is not. Fuck. Ernie Witt. Ernie Witt, I don't believe. No. Ernie Witt's 22. Same as get the catchers out of the way. I'm looking for the, the white redneck looking dude, and I could not find him in the top. All the people in my head, I'm like, you didn't play here long enough. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm, I don't. He, he, Edwin has to be like 15. Yeah, is that your, is that your guess? Yeah, Edwin's 11. Okay. What? All right. What? I was gonna guess him way earlier, but I thought the DH stuff was gonna hurt. I, that's him. what I thought. But like, yeah. Okay. God, he played a while here. This sucks. Like the yeah, but primarily that... DH though. I think That's there's a zero percent chance that you guys get number twelve. I'll just say that now. So when we get the other fourteen, 
I'll give you both like two rapid fires at it, and that's it. You didn't play here long enough. Fuck. Um. Fuck it, Lloyd Mosby. Lloyd Mosby's on the list. Number ten. Okay. That was my guess, Connor. Okay. Like I was forgot to do it. No, that was gonna be my next guess. Well, actually, it was between him and his outfield mate, Mister Jesse Barfield. Yes. Those were gonna be my next two guesses. Uh, Barfield seven. I don't know how you guys didn't get there from. Um, never mind. I'm gonna be honest. Jesse Barfield's name was not popping up in my head. It was another name that's popping up in my head, and I don't think it's right at all. So, mm-hmm. like, am I missing? No. Never mind. Shannon Stewart. Shannon Stewart probably not but like, was not. He's okay. twenty three. Okay. I think Alex Rios played long enough, didn't he? Alex Rios was eighteenth. Oh, I'm just gonna point this out. Uh, Nate said game point. I know. I wasn't gonna say it. Really? It. Yeah. yeah. Seven four right now. Okay. What do we um, have? What do we have left? We have nine, twelve, thirteen, fifteen. Nine, you're not getting 12. 13, 15. There's like, wow. No idea. Oh, fuck. I lost. <laughs> He's got something in his head, and I don't fucking have a shit. Um, I got two that I think make sense. I'm shocked you didn't get one of these. It's fucking Adam Lind. Okay. Like, I'm just... No. I actually have three. Okay. okay, we'll just go ahead. Just win the game. I'm going to go with Robbie. Robbie's 15. Oh! <laughs> I don't know how you guys didn't get that earlier. I thought of it like four ago, honestly. You literally <laughs> said it before earlier, we started like... the game, and nobody guessed him until now. Because <laughs> that's what threw me off. So um, Nate will be wins. back next week. I think I have nine and 13. Uh, so we have nine and thirteen left. Connor, can you make it close? Probably not. Um, <laughs> there's one name in my head, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Fucking AJ Burnett, but I don't think that's it, like at all. Final answer? Fuck it, AJ Burnett. No. I was about to say, like that thing wasn't even long enough. Like that name, not even burning. That name just burns into my head. Like, Nate, can you extend I, the lead? Tom Hankey was gross, so I'm going with Tom Hankey. Incorrect. I know, but um, uh, should I give hints at some point here, or are we? I like since we're done, like Nate, Nate's I guess it's over, right? Uh, yeah. one of them I know for sure was a World Series champion with the Toronto Blue Jays. The other one, I believe, was on the '93 team. Oh, for. Fuck sakes. Is it fucking Kelly Gruber? No, it's not. God damn it. Is one of them John Olerud? One of them is John Olerud. John Olerud's 13. Paul Molitor's name was in my head. How the fuck did I forget John Olerud? Don't know. I just thought of Whamco. <laughs> uh, the other one that I'm not sure if he was on the 93 team or not. I, I'm like 90% sure he was, but 
I'm losing it right now. Uh, he became a bullpen coach for the Toronto Blue Jays at one point. That gives me fuck and all. Um, I should know his name. You should. Yeah. I was going to go Bushman, but I don't think that's a fucking... <laughs> it's definitely not Matt Bushman. It's definitely not Matt Bushman. I like... Um, shit. You have... Not Jack Morris. Just say fucking Jack Morris. He wasn't here long enough. Definitely fucking... not Jack Morris. Yeah, just fuck off. Like, I'll just move on. Pat Hankin? Pat Hankin. Fuck me. I hate... So... Everything. Before I said Almar, I had Hanky and Hankin sitting there, and I thought mm-hmm. Hankin had more than, or Hanky had more than Hankin, but he did not. Hankin was ninth. What era of Jays baseball is this? Yeah, the last one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna click them and find out. Oh, this is great. This is gonna be he DJ played up. for holy shit. Played from 1977 to 1991. With the Jays, with the Blue Jays. Uh, actually, he was on the Jays until '88. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, the eleventh he was on the Jays. Um, we get a positional hint. He's a pitcher. I can run you through the whole damn biography, not, here, and I don't think you're gonna get it. It's not Steve Jimmy Key one. Where is he like, from? Uh, like where he was born. Yeah. Sure. So this guy is a pitcher. He bats right, throws right, 6'4", 220, born December 18th, 1955 in Chicago, Illinois. He was drafted by the Texas Rangers in the fourth round of the 74 draft from St. Rita of Cassia High School in Chicago, Illinois. He had a career war of 20.5. He had a career ERA of 4.23. This is awful. Started 381 games, played 472. That's all. <laughs> I hope there's someone listening just like screaming the name because I, I guarantee I would have never landed on this. Um, we already said like Ernie Witt, Pat Porter, and all that shit, and there's no Dave Steve, Jimmy Key, one gives me like. Jesus. I'll Who even the... give you a bigger hint. He's got the same first name as Jimmy Key, but it's just Jim. It's like Jimmy. Is like Jim Doyle or some shit it's like not that. Not Jim Doyle. No. <laughs> like... Who the fuck's Jim Doyle? I don't know. I just guess. Throw one out a name. Hey, Nate, you're, you're up, buddy. Um, I'd be shocked if you can get anywhere near this. Does it start with an F? No. It starts with a C. Jimmy. Jim. <laughs> Jimmy Carapolo? <laughs> I don't know. And I honestly tried to Google it to no. like come up with it. <laughs> I don't know I where to, you like, fucking get, got I, this. Jim Clancy. Oh, I have heard, heard the name. name. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the name. No shot in hell would anyone wasn't getting there. Nope. In my uh, head, I'm like, I'm like King Clancy, but like, no, that's hockey. <laughs> the highest war of players that Ten you to, guys Connor, guessed. Connor, ten to four. Good job. Yeah. 
Highest war from a player you guys didn't guess. Wait, uh, that doesn't math right. Wait. Yeah, we did 14 because we didn't get 15. <laughs> I got the 15th. Um, Roger Clemens was 19th at 20.2. He was the highest that I, you didn't guess. I was actually close to guessing him, but when Wait, you said what? the cutoff was 22 3 or whatever, I was like, he didn't have two 11 seasons. Yeah, that's uh, literally Clemens no. was the like, when he I'm wasn't trying, far off. Before I guessed Juan Guzman, I was gonna say Roger Clemens, but I'm like, no, that's he didn't pitch here long enough at all. 20.2. Yeah, in two years, he wasn't that far off. No, that's what I mean. Like, he won the triple crown at Cy Young both years, Mm -hmm. like, he was fucking nuts. Um, the only other two guys that you guys didn't guess from the top 24 for some reason, uh, was Josh Donaldson at 19 and a half and Bo Bichette. I fucking 17, thought about seven. Bo and I'm like, he doesn't he hasn't defended well enough in his in his career to like get into the top fifteen. Apparently like, he has. Shortstops just get boosted though. That's fair. Hey, so yeah, uh, that was it. Run through the congrats again, fun. Nate. I'll see you. Do we next need to week. keep doing this if I keep winning? Sorry, boys. No, honestly, like we could <laughs> one of these days I'm gonna take it down. I don't get... think you are. I don't We're think I get am. maybe Connor might <laughs> like all right. If we do all-time uh, Kevin Biggio history, you might win. I could do it. I don't even think I could do it. I know his dad. Round is did he get Greg? drafted in? What what that round did he get drafted in? Six or seven. I don't. I remember. think it was six, right? I think it was the second. Oh. Uh, no. He was hundred percent not a second round pick. No, no shot. I don't think he was. Oh, okay, sorry. He got drafted in the 29th round in 2013. <laughs> Oh, high school, and then he went school. to college. Then he went to college fifth round. Fifth round? Yeah. Close. We both said six. What hmm. school do you go to? Notre Dame. I don't Adam. fucking know. That sounded right for a second it's there, right. was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, once you said it, I'm like, I saw the blue and the gold on him. I'm like, wait. Let's go. Did. Dude, side note, have you seen the video of him hitting in fucking college? Bro, if you think his stance is like it's just like this, like little, it's on his Sheffield v, it's on, almost, he's on his V Mark Sheffield. It's a mix of Gary Sheffield and Victor Martinez. It's disgusting. I'm lost. I can't even find our. Oh, there we go. Um, okay, let's fire around. Who do we want to talk? Okay, why did Chris Sale get traded to the Braves? Because so. I was listening to Stirring Nine yesterday, and mm-hmm. they loved it for both sides. And listening to their points, I'm more on board with it. But, like, I don't know, man. I'd throw Von Grissom at shortstop and get rid of Orlando Orlando Arcia or Orlando whatever like, the fuck that his was name a, is. That was the thing. Like, Grissom was supposed to be the shortstop that took over in 2023. Last and Arcia just said, fuck it, I have a career year. Yeah. But, but in saying that, Grissom didn't struggle. When he got the majors. Boy, Harper. To them, here's here's kind of what makes sense to me. Um, apparently the Red Sox are paying basically all of sales salary this year. It was mm-hmm. I think it was seven, at least 17 of it. 17. He's making 17.5. So the Braves are on the hook for the minimum you could be on the hook for. Um Grissom essentially was blocked. He's a good hitting prospect. I would have taken a shot on him in the outfield, maybe. Is he blocked, like though? Because, like, Ozzy Albies is a free agent after this year, I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know. It, if you can pitch sale 
and keep him healthy for the playoffs. He's well, a hell of a piece for you. That is a gigantic if. He hasn't thrown yeah. 105 innings since 2019. <laughs> Combined over the last three seasons, he has 149 innings pitched. I think it's wanna... one of those things you maybe you throw him once a week. They this is what they said in starting nine is you pitch him once a week, you give him the show A treatment. You can afford to. You've mm. got fucking Chucky Morton, Freed, Elder, Freed, Elder Strider, and Strider. Uh, Strider, right? Like run a six man. Like just I don't know. Keep him just, uh, he's not good. Anymore. He is good when he's healthy. Maybe what were his stats last year? He had a four point three in the first season that he's healthy ish. He pitched 102 and two thirds last year. He had a four point three and a one point one three whip. He was better the year before. He had a three point one eight in five point two innings. Uh the year before that he had a three sixteen and forty two and two thirds with a one point three three whip. I just don't love what he brings anymore. No, he's not amazing, but I don't know. I, yeah. My initial reaction was I don't understand this from either side because the Red Sox need pitching and don't have pitching. Um, Right now, Brian Bayo's starting opening day for them, I think. I don't like... I Brian mean, Bale seems it, pretty good. I like Bale. Um, given, given the fact that Bale. they just gave somebody 20 minutes. I think it's Bale. I, I I think it's Bale over him. I I think so. What about the anti-vaxxer? What the hell is his name? Tanner Houck. Tanner Houck, thank you. Uh, is he still in the rotation, or do they move him back pen? to the pen? They've been flip-flopping him and Whitlock out of the fucking rotation and pen for years. Just keep the two of them in the fucking pen. They're both better in that role. Um... um I don't know. It just kind of it. It didn't make a ton of sense to me. He's not the high end arm. The he could be the high end arm when he's healthy. The Braves want, but like he's not giving you bulk innings. I guess they're hoping the rest of the guys do. But like yeah. Freed keeps getting yeah, hurt. So does Morton. What is Bryce Elder really? I don't know. Um, did you and know Spencer that Spencer only throws fastballs? So like, it's worked so far, but. At some point, maybe that doesn't last. work. In in my opinion, I I don't know. Maybe it's when he's worked for Robbie 32. Ray. He's thirty something and it's still working. Or yeah, might if he's back. Did you know Chris Sale is the all time leader in strikeouts per night? Yeah, it was him and Robbie Ray are kind of flip flopping. Yeah, Robbie Ray passed him in his Cy Young season, and then he went back below him because uh, Sale's got the gold right now. Ah, it's a weird move, man. I don't understand it. I think yeah. there's just so many better options. For, to to for be fair, though, like we just said, Grissom's kind of blocked with them. You're getting mm. the all-time leader in strikeouts per nine. Yeah. But you like, also have, like, you are currently spending, like, $15 on your whole roster. Why don't you just go get Blake Snell? Well, that's the thing. Did you not hear the report? No. That apparently uh, a free – they. A, Boston's front office has told a free agent that they have to ship more payroll if they want to sign them. No, but this is Brent's talking Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, right. Fair. Like uh, what Chris Sale doesn't give you 
anywhere near what you're going to get from a handful of the free agents right now. I trust Marcus Stroman more than I trust 2024 Chris Sale. They were big in on Nola, and they seemed like they just dipped out of the pitching market after Nola. There um, was like rumblings of them on Cease, but like which, now that the Grissom shit is like Grissom. Which who's your piece to give up for Cease now? If you go, if you compare Nola and Sale, they're not a super different pitcher when they're both he- when they're both healthy. If he can give you the same innings, I think you're getting the same pitcher. Yes, the difference not is in the year 2024. Can I fucking speak? No, no. The difference is Sale isn't going to be healthy, and Nola yeah. fucking starts 32 games a year. Right. It just seems like a weird turn to go from that to just giving up and. It's a weird move because now maybe. what is the Red Sox rotation? Like, so let's transition here. It they is. just signed Lucas Giolito for 20 mm-hmm. mil, I think you said, Connor. And 19 is a player, 19 million per year, but it was a player option in the first year or after the first year. So, so if he's. If he's good, he's traded at the deadline because he's going to opt out. So mm. if he's any good at all, he's gone at the deadline. Um, even if he's Ooh. mediocre, he's probably good at the deadline. Who do you think's got a better chance to be good this year? Luke Giolito or Chris Sale? I would argue Giolito. I'd, I'd put my money on Chris Sale, I think. I don't know if you can go wrong either way for different options. If sales healthy, I, I think you can go he's right good. either way. It's kind of, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, I just like, think if you're Giolito's, if you're the Braves, like just go sign Giolito. Like, why are you giving up? Giolito is kind of an ass for three years because you're getting sale for nothing, and then I think it's a team option next year for like ten, okay, or something. It's not crazy. I wouldn't call Von Grissom nothing though. Like nothing cash wise. I know what you're trying to say, but like. I mean, I'd you're paying just him nothing. Cash. You are paying him nothing. Maybe they want to make another move. Okay. Maybe they have their eye on a Great Hoskins guy. or a fucking hater. Hater. Like, who knows with them? They're fucking stacked at this point. But uh, okay. So the I guess because they got um Kellenic too, so their outfield's kind of full now with Acuna, uh, Harris, and Kellenic. This fucking who's not playing outfield sucks. The Red, Sox the, Sox? Pro- the Red Sox projected opening day or op- opening day rotation is Lucas Pavetta, Giolito, Bayo, Giolito, Tanner Houck, and Cutter Crawford. Cutter Crawford's pretty gross. Cutter Crawford was decent. I, I like I said, I think I like Bayo too, but Penn. I think the Sox are the bottom barrel team right now. If you're Vaughn Grissom, you're going in and you're either starting at second or short he all is year. The- he is the projected opening day uh, second baseman. So where Trevor Story's playing short, mm-hmm. I don't like um, if the other team hits the ball ever on the ground because I don't know if that infield can feel the baseball. But yeah. endeavors cost can kind of bang a little bit. And you know what? Yeah, offensively, I don't mind that infield. Not I don't at mind all. The Red Sox offensively, period. Who's in their outfield? Because then they got uh, Yoshida, Duran, and Duran looked good last year. O'Neal? Yeah. O'Neal and um, who's the kid? Uh, Rafaela. Yeah. They're projecting Will you or Brayu as the projected opening day right fielder? Okay. Sure. He he did bat 316 in 85 plate appearances. Who's DHing? DHing Yoshida. Okay. Sure. Uh, They are also apparently in on Teoscar Hernandez. 
That makes sense. Probably I mean, DH, I guess. Put him right field. I'd rather have Yoshida. You're moving one of Yoshida or him to the outfield and one of them it's are either, DH. It's either pretty much do you want Tyler O'Neill in right field or Teoscar Hernandez is basically your line of thinking there. You're not sticking Yoshida in right field. Probably I think they're going to suck, but they're going to be fun to watch. They're going to be a fun I, suck. I, dis- I disagree with your suck. I don't I think, think they're, they're going to suck. suck. I think they're going to be similar to last year, and I think they're going to be... They sucked. They were under. They were around. They were around 500. Though, yeah, were they not within sucks. a couple wins? I think so. I think it's gonna be the same thing. I'm more worried about um, the Rays now with no Glass now, no Rasmussen, no McClanahan, no Franco, no Springs. Um, who else? But they got two oh, guys from the Dodgers that are gonna end up being Cy Young finalists. So let's not worry about the Rays. Well, one of them plays the outfield, so not sure how that's going to happen. Would you wait? Johnny DeLuke is the next two-way star. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox were seventy-eight and eighty-four last year. I'm I'm coming out with my hot take right now. This year, the Rays, the Rays miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. and the Rays are finishing under five hundred. Nate, Nate, you should probably save that for when we do our actual hot take episode. I know. And I, I will. I'm I'm claiming <laughs> it now, though. You guys can't take that. I don't think that's a hot okay. take. Was... They don't have anyone I don't anymore. Necessarily, like, like every year, dude. Every I didn't have the Rays in the playoffs this the year. Only thing that makes that a hot take is the fact that the Rays just keep finding a way to get it done. But they fucking. I think. Suck, I think because man. they are the Rays, that is a hot take. They fell apart in the back half of last year. They were like 400 games above everyone else after oh. May. Yeah, you're not wrong. And they didn't win the division. I think this is where things are going to catch up to them with like, um, I don't know if you want to transition to Franco right now. There's not really much to say. Skippy Madudo on the run. (laughs) um, Ladies and gentlemen, losing losing him is huge. And it's going to be crazy. And even crazier for him. Man, even if he gets out of this somehow, I don't know how you deal with the publicity. Dude. Dude, there's. I got to talk about him because the time is wonderful. It, with his lawyers to the to the jail and took a selfie took a, took a fucking, fucking smiling, smiling ass selfie. selfie like he's just getting a tour of the local prison his the look on the lawyer's face does not say the same thing that the look on wonder franco's face says like the look on wonder franco's face is like ah we're we're good boys and then the lawyers are like ah oh, we're pretty fucked within like an hour of that he got arrested yeah it was the tweet of wonder franco's been arrested <laughs> like <laughs> How how do you release that if you're the, his team for starters? I think that looks terrible, awful. But why are you doing that if you're Wander Franco? Just pulled up the picture again. It's, it's so bad, brutal, dude. It's so bad. I don't even know. Hold up, Nate. I'll put it in the. Uh, in the no, I've seen it. Oh. I've seen it. I don't oh, want to look at it again. Questionable decisions <laughs> recently. Obviously, that's just. It's up there, dude. There it's is tone deaf. Did you guys see tone, yes. deaf tone deaf is perfect. That's exactly what, what it is. Can you see what came out today? No. Or the Hector Gomez. <laughs> According to prosecutors, Wanda Franco, after engaging in sexual relationships with a 14-year-old minor, started to pay a hundred thousand Dominican pesos, around seventeen hundred dollars, monthly for a period of time to the girl's mother. Also, they allege on the accusation that Wanda's mother transfers money to 
the miner's mother on three instances, twice 500,000 pesos, about $8,500, and once a million pesos, about $17,000. I do want to say, uh, not defending him by any means, but the 14-year-old was not like this year. This was years ago, and Mm. he was also considerably younger from my understanding from right now from so, my understanding like i'm pretty sure there were some recently too though were there it's okay the, i did not hear that i'm <sighs> it's not I, like one there's uh, multiple there's multiple but coming out of this man it's not, it's not good i don't know about you guys but i really don't want to touch on this too much but no like actually i'm not i don't want to talk about the case or anything about that at all i'm just I think the the picture he took is the only thing I've just taken away from this and being yeah. like, buddy, there's my, just so many things you could have done, and that should not have been one of them. One of my biggest take, like one of my biggest things, is I don't know how you move on from this if you're the race, because say, what if he ends up like Trevor Bauer? He very well might. I, I think he's ninety percent of the way there. And I'm saying you end up not guilty at mm. the end of it. He also very well might. It's not hard when you have that kind of money. Yeah. But then you know what happens? The Rays are then on the actually on the hook for that money. And it's that awkward situation of do you keep them or do you release them? And you aren't the Dodgers to the Rays. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. I don't know. It's a it's a I very think it's just way situation. easier if they just find him guilty. And I that's where I'm pretty sure this is headed. Because it does not look good. No fact um, that's come out of this so far has like even negated what anyone has said. So you know how we talked at length on the podcast that doesn't exist about mm. international players coming over? Mm-hmm. I'm going to move to the next international signing. Woosuk Go, closer, signed with the Padres. <laughs> For fucking nothing. For a Shinya Yamaguchi deal, if you will. But... Uh, I love that name. I might get a jersey. Oh, it's a beautiful Woo, name. Woo suck go. Just suck go on the back of your. No, his here. first name is Woo suck. <laughs> oh, his first name know. is just Woo suck. Just having go on your back is pretty sick. Just go Woo suck. He needs number like one. One go. Yeah. Um. So Ichiro used his first name on the back of his jersey forever. He, he kind of just went by Ichiro though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like he didn't but, really go by multiple names. Like. I remember having MLB like 03 or whatever it was, and I think it was just Ichiro. Like he didn't have a last mm. name. See, like I know Koreans call people by their like their last name and then their first name. Like I've heard that numerous times. And I'm like, but not, like Hunjin Ryu is always like I, I've talked to Koreans about him, and it's always Ryu Hunjin. I don't mm-hmm. know if if Go is. Korean. I don't. I don't really know anything about the guy. So go like, suck. Like, have we ever had anyone else go by their first name on their jersey, or like, um, was that just the just the Ichiro just was Ichiro. special? Like, I know Jung Hoo Lee. Like, they already showed his jersey. It's hmm. just like I think it literally on the back says J dot H Lee. Like, they it have multiple whole... Lees. I don't think so. Okay. So. Um, shout out to Go. Go go. Anyone know anything also, about Go other than his name is Wusuk Go? I mean, I know he's uh no. I found this out today. He's currently okay. married to Jung Ho Lee's sister. Oh yeah. They're the first uh what do you call it? 
what's the word I'm looking for? In law teammates. They're not teammates. They're not teammates. They're not te- oh, I thought he went. To- oh, fuck. I heard he went to the Giants. Never mind. I'm not even paying attention. No, he went one. to the Padres. He was all. They almost became the first. He's uh, teammates with Hassan Kim, his Korean countryman. No. Okay. And who, who? They just they signed another Yuki Matsui. Yeah, I was gonna say sign another Asian reliever. Yeah. Has there been more um, people of Asian descent signed this offseason than not? Ever? It feels like it. It feels like it. It dude. feels like it. There's one guy also, speaking of Asians, that is going to get over $100 million, apparently. Fucking Shota Imanaga. How old is he? 31? Imanaga. Who? Soccer Imanaga. Go to the Dodgers. Imanaga. Imanaga is 30. to the Dodgers. Okay. Be 31 next September. I don't think that's crazy from what I've heard. Like, Five years, twenty million a year isn't really crazy. crazy. Like it sounds like he could be a two, and I think that's about market value for a two. Who's in on him other than the Dodgers again? I thought the Yankees were in on him. Like, mm. I think the Mets were in on him as well. Like the usual suspects. I, it's bad because. He's going to end up going to the Dodgers, and I'm going to have to cheer against these guys doing well. It sucks. Is this just... Dude, have you noticed that all the fucking Asian players just go to the NL West? Mm-hmm. Same, I think it's the closer time zone so that it, people oh, can watch sure is, like, is go, the is the idea. Arizona or something. Stop going to the Dodgers. Seattle? Like, the idea originally was like Seattle because it's a quick trip home, but like it's not like Oh, I got the weekend off. I'm going home. No, yeah, day. regardless, like of where you are, you you take one flight at the end of the season. What does it really matter? Unless you go at the All Star break is the only other thing, and sure. then you've got an extra what? Three, but you're four not hours necessarily at home, anyways. Flights. If you wanted to, like some most guys go places. Yeah, but your All Star break could oh, start on the road. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I hate it. Uh, what else we got? Anything? I ran away. Uh, Frankie Montas got fucking paid. God, breaded. What was it, like 16? John Heyman originally said it was 18, but apparently it's only 14. Either way, like... The Cincinnati Reds rotation got ranked as the... Number five. Fucking, thank you for bringing this up. Yes. Cincinnati Reds rotation, after signing Frankie Montas, Nate, rated higher than the Blue Jays, apparently. By who? Uh, Pangrafts. Fangraphs. They have them projected out higher than the Blue Jays. They have them as the fifth best rotation in baseball. Yeah. Okay. Hunter Green. Hunter Green. Nick Lodolo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one I was think of. Yep. Montas. Montas. Nick Martinez. That's bad. It's not bad, but it's you not. You with ass crabs. Like, what the fuck? It's not number five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. According. Okay. Who's number one? Uh, um, okay, uh, that makes sense. Phillies at two. I don't like that one that's either. To aggressive. be honest, I you have two I, starters. Dodgers at three. That's what I mean. Like Ranger Suarez is your three. That's and like, also I love aggressive. Suarez, you but... have two starters. Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yeah. Bueller, Yamamoto. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. About, I forgot about uh, Glasnow. So you have three. I think they're also just assuming they're going to go sign everyone else. Yeah. Uh, Marlins at four. Also, Bobby Miller is in that rotation. And Bobby Miller as well. No. Yeah, but he's young and I don't know. That it could be. Could I think be he not. just projects out. Um, yeah. 
Sorry, who was four? Marlins. I also right. don't love the Marlins at four. Reds at five. No, Blue Jays at six. Mar- Mariners seven. Right? Mariners seven. Fuck all this. Forget the Blue Jays side of things. How is the Mariners seven? You can make the argument they're one. Mm-hmm. At least I'm five. Kirby, Castillo, Gilbert, Wu, Miller, fucking Robbie Ray. There's six dudes there. Like, like legitimate dudes. Too. Legitimate not, dudes. Like Robbie like, Ray might be uh, the six, and he's a Cy Young winner are, two years ago. What four of those are really young though? Well, you you know what you have in three in four of them: Castillo, Kirby, and Gilbert. You know what you have in him, and you know what you have in Robbie Ray. Mm-hmm. Wu and Miller well, are just like fired. You like, knew what you had in Robbie Ray. He's coming yeah. up. I don't. I don't know. Like, was it Kirby or? Kirby is a mental. Kirby is a Kirby mental midget. The... So, like, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't inspire confidence. In I me. mean, th- I trust so, that rotation a hell of a lot more than the Reds. We're talking about Hunter Green yeah, is the top fine. guy on that one. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I see your point, but to the, put the, the Reds, Reds are not. Yeah. What's the argument for the Reds over either of us or the Mariners? Does it list the projected WAR of these pitchers? No. Is that what it? It doesn't. I don't know what. I don't know what the. It was on Okay, who who are who are eight, nine, ten? Eight, nine, ten is the Astros, Twins, and Brewers. Who do the Twins have? Lopez, Joe Ryan. Um. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Who the Brewers have? Burn. They They still still have have their three dogs. Burns, Peralta, Miley. They have their three dogs. Do they? No, they don't. Do they? Woodruff. I lied. Woodruff's Do gone. <laughs> That's dumb. And three is Wade Miley? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, 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 you know, I'm going to pull it up on, I'm going to pull this up on, like, pull up actual shit on Fangraphs. So, where are the Yankees? Yankees, yeah, that's another thing that's kind of funny. You could um, argue the Yankees should be in the fucking top 10 over some Yankees, of these fucking, over some of those fucking teams. The Yankees are projected 13. They have um, Garrett Cole. You 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 don't want to know who's at twelve. Needle blow a fucking gasket. The Red Sox. The fucking Cardinals. <laughs> Actually, wait. Eleven's arguably even worse. Who's eleven? The Tigers. Okay, but every time we talk about the Tigers, bad. everyone goes, "Yeah, but they have it. They got a good young core. They got Manning. They got Scooble. Uh, they got Mize. Fair, I guess. Fan so, Fangraphs is all your spin rate and like project projected how stuff. you should finish. Like, yeah. And they oh, are, they no, all no, no, I'm sorry. Score Travis, well, I right. saw the Brewers. This is there's no fucking way. This is the top 10. Why? Burns Peralta, Wade Miley, mm. Colin Rhea. I don't know who the fuck that is. A Ray, Colin or Ray, and Joe Ray. Ross. Didn't Colin Ray sing country music? No, yeah. Joe, Joe Ross is your fifth starter in the top 10 rotation. Joe Ross, like Tyson's younger brother. The it's Cardinals rough. are at 12, Nate. I don't know how you feel about that. Less strong so because at least they have five guys that you know are going to go out They have day. five major league pitchers. That's uh, more than some I'm can just, say. I'm just going to run through this. Quickly. What, the Guardians are way down. D- yeah, D-backs at 14, uh, Giants at 15, Rays at 16, Red it's Sox. Even just, sorry, D-backs, Rays, Red Sox, did you say? Even the D-backs that low? Like, D-backs, the D-backs have a similar down. situation that the Phillies the do. The Phillies? Yeah. It's like the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because didn't they bring in a four starter? Yeah, uh, they have a their projected opening. Oh, that's fucking Philly Connor. That's not Arizona. Because uh, it's it's obviously Gallon Kelly. But uh, but I thought they brought in Eduardo someone to Rodriguez. Yes, okay, Erod and Ryan. So Erod slots in before that. That's a fucking. You I feel like they don't. Top five. I feel like they don't grade Fod out very well. That's fine. You, and I don't do think Kel- I don't think Kelly and Gallon have ever graded out well, but they're way better than that. You could argue that's top five. You could argue that's top five in baseball. Yeah. I hate I hate um, yeah. at least top ten. Seven, oh, 100% uh, top 10. Eight, 18 is the Padres. Nineteen is the Royals. We still have the guards. Twenty is the Rangers. You skipped nineteen. Nineteen is the Royals. Oh. Twenty is the Rangers. Hmm. Twenty one is the Cubs. Twenty two is the Angels. Worse than the Angels. Yeah. Griffin Canning, Patrick Sandoval, and a fucking pile of shit. And Tyler Anderson. Yeah, that's the pile of shit. Um, at twenty three is not the just Mets. him. The rest of them. They're still going. Twenty three is the Mets, and at twenty four we now reach the Cleveland Guardians. Okay. I did see a thing the other day that was like, "Who's the best pitcher in baseball?" And they had Shane Bieber on that list. No, like I'm he- not even thinking Bieber, but like Bybee. Tanner Bybee, Tristan, Tristan McKenzie. McKenzie still pitching? Yeah. Or is he hurt? No, nah, he's he was hurt last year, but I think he's back. Okay. Um, Trash Birds at 25. Who's yeah, number 30? It's got to be Oakland. It's not Oakland. Oakland doesn't have a pitcher that I could name. I was I trying I to think of anyone. They have the other Miller. Yeah, I was going to say, they have the other Miller. Ah, right. But guys, yeah, that's the 30th is very obvious. No, because I would have said the Angels. It's the Rockies. The Rockies. Mm. Number twenty-eight is the White Sox. Twenty-seven is the Nationals. Twenty-six is the Pirates. Let's have the Pirates. How much does Paulo Espino bring up or pull down our rotation? How much does Alec Manoa pull that shit down? Mm. That's more than what that is. That's a good point. Uh, you asked about why are we looking at stupid lists? This is very stupid. <laughs> content. Um, the actually the pirates rotation. This isn't content. Mitch Keller, Martin <laughs> Perez, Marco Gonzalez, Luis L. Ortiz, and Bailey. Hey, Goldberg. Chris Flexen went to the White Sox. Did that yeah. raise their floor? A little bit. They were 29th like, before, and now they're 20. I'm just trying to yeah, talk I, about okay, anything. I brought up. List. It's very funny. I brought up an Ortiz. Did you guys see the video of David Ortiz uh, oh, going yes. down in an 01 count? Yeah. When it mattered most, that's when the it one time most. you don't want to go down on an one count. <laughs> so it was a gender reveal, and David Ortiz, known MLB like Hall of Famer, World Series MVP, no debatable. Got, got a uh, debatable. Got a high and tight curveball, and fucking whiffed on it from his wife and whiffed on it. There's a video of like some random dude that swung and missed on one. I'm like, dude, you know what? Missed, that that's guy embarrassing. Swung and missed like three times. In the yeah, video like it's embarrassing, but like you were never a professional baseball player. David Ortiz was a professional baseball player not that long ago. Like, and and arguably left like on pop. Like he was mm. one of the best hitters in baseball the year he retired. Like, mm. You also don't need. You're not trying to hit this ball to the park. All you have to do is crack it. You literally just gotta make contact. Fucking bunt, just, not hard. Just, like do a little like push bun. Like <laughs> we're doing front toss here. 
it's incredible. Incredible. Oh. That that just sums up how the Red Sox season is going to go. I guarantee it. That's where we're at. I think that's it, right? Oh uh, yeah, that's all we got. We made it. Thanks for listening. In a reasonable amount of time. We are going to knock Nate off his throne next week. Somehow, some way. We'll do it. The David versus Goliath situation of all time. We'll do it. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. Cheers. Peace.